Hello, friends of Soul Kitchen. Thank you for listening to my podcast. My name is Jasper Mutsaerts. I'm an entrepreneur, adventurer, coach, and wisdom seeker. With Soul Kitchen, I interview people that inspire me. From TED speakers to social entrepreneurs, from activists to artists, from dreamers to seekers, from business people to spiritual teachers. With Soul Kitchen, I empower people to live their quest. And each episode contains a recipe for life. What is your quest? Welcome, friends, at episode 62 of Soul Kitchen. Today, I'm talking with Melissa Marijne that you have already seen in episode 20, where she shared her wisdom on love, relationships, and, uh, and ISTA. Uh, Melissa is a, um, yeah, an entrepreneur, a trainer and coach, a love and relationship expert, a book nerd, a pioneer. And nowadays, she's focused on uh, conscious sales. And in May, uh, May 8th to 13th, we will be hosting a retreat together a vision retreat for coaches, consultants, and trainers, in which conscious sales will also be an important uh, component. Melissa, it's great to see you again in the podcast. How are you doing today? Yes, great to be here. Um, I'm doing great. You know, uh, Jas, it's uh, Valentine's Day. It's Valentine's Day. Oh, I didn't know that. (laughs) Is it a special day for you? Not really, but, you know, I just see this as my Valentine's date. (laughs) <laughs> ah, that's amazing. Yeah, I'm very happy that you are my Valentine's Day t- uh, today. Oh, thank you. You too. <laughs> <laughs> and you just came from another, talking about retreats, you just came from another ISTA retreat, right? Yes, actually, uh, yes. I did uh, level one of ISTA again for the second time. Uh, mm. Yeah, so it's actually the third time I did ISTA. I also did level two this summer, last summer. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm a fan. That's really exciting. So did you have any insights on your ISTA retreat that are useful for our retreat? Yes, uh, a lot about the hosting. So um, yes, actually a really, really intriguing uh, insight because I learned a lot from the facilitators. I actually paid much more attention on how they did it. And I've been facilitating groups for over, I think, 15 years now. And um, what this facilitator did, Rafa is his name, uh, he had a lot of patience for the, for the, uh, how do you say, tempo, for the uh, timing people need, the time people need to become, you know, get get the process. So um, he had just a lot of patience for everybody. So if somebody was still a lot in their head or was very much busy with their kind of stories um, and didn't feel their body yet, that was okay. Like you don't have to immediately already be completely, I don't know, like a tantrika, you know, when you are in Insta. And I loved his um, patience and softness and uh, the way he did it was with a lot of laughter and humor. And I think that's also we something we bring a lot but we're also both quite ambitious ambitious and result driven. So I did get that insight like, okay, let's really take it slow for the people to, you know, really, um, yeah, follow the process, but also do it on their own terms and their own timing. 
and not be like you know this stern facilitator now you have to have now you have to have a huge insight where's your insight or drop to essence or whatever it is to just be relaxed about it and uh, yeah and have some kind of trust that it will be okay so that was my big insight when it comes to facilitation yeah so patience uh, for people i think that's a very important insight and uh, right? if people want to know more about ista uh, you can listen to episode 20 in which melissa shares everything about it but in may we're going to host a vision retreat for coaches consultants and trainers i um i've chosen this theme because we have seen in last year's retreats that we attract many coaches trainers consultants they want to increase their impact their revenues and also want to grow their network because it can be a lonely uh, job sometimes um but what are your expectations or your uh, dreams uh, for the for this retreat and why have you decided to participate or to to join as a co-facilitator yeah so of course i know you for quite some time and i saw you um posting this uh, you know starting soul kitchen and uh, yeah i uh, don't say this often enough probably but yeah, you know, I'm very uh, impressed by it. Um, not too hype on your ego, but it's just, <laughs> I'm very impressed. And I wanted to uh, join. And uh, then you asked me for this edition and I was extremely happy. It was like a, a dream come to, uh, come through. So, and I love Portugal. So that's sort of my first reaction on this question. But uh, secondly, I'm really been focusing on helping coaches, trainers, and consultants, uh, specifically on sales. But then, you know, other parts uh, through sales, I also coach them on purpose or on offerings or on networking, on also being aligned with your own purpose. That's like a huge part of it, very important part of it. So that's why I love this retreat and you know, parallel. I'm myself doing a lot of retreats so you know those two combined was kind of uh, wow uh, two worlds will come together uh in this amazing location in erisara so i'm um, yeah like of course i say yes 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 i want to host this yeah yeah i'm also very excited hosting retreats is is incredible it's super meaningful to see the the results for people and what are the elements that you want to bring uh to the retreat is it only conscious sales or is that your focus or what what do you see as your role um well you know there's several parts so first of all i have this inner mission purpose whatever you want to call it uh is that i see these trainers consultants and coaches they're like the outside in perspective that a lot of uh, large organizations, but also individuals need. Because, you know, these big companies, they get into their own head, their own system, and they don't get the good outside in perspectives. Um, and that's the same with individual uh, clients. So to get to those big transitions, we need big transformations. We need to make in the world, you know, to, to survive. Uh, all the crises that that are here already, we really need to. Um, we really need these people, these kinds of, uh, yeah, little bit odd, crazy people who are very much an expert on their thing, uh, and also know how to translate it 
to a different uh, kind of organization or you know really how to activate and engage people to really take steps so i believe these people are essential in the the transformation we are gonna take so that's why I'm, it's my you know inner purpose i already feel that i really need to help these people get more clients get into those organizations even though a lot of them are like solopreneurs uh feeling a little bit lonely and feeling like am i doing the right thing who is gonna believe me how you know am i gonna change so i see like all the small steps are essential and i see that these outside people are just outside in people are just amazing so i really mm. want to help them and you've been uh, a trainer coach for a long time already and how has your journey been towards uh, deciding to focus on on sales yeah so <laughs> I find the word sales also so, I used to hate it, you know, um, let people come to me, let companies come to me. And uh, a lot of the, for a long time, I really uh, thought like, I'm just going to shout on the internet in any way possible, you know, posts, blogs, whatever. And then they come to me and, you know, partly it works, but um, I don't know your question anymore. <laughs> How you how you decided to focus on sales? Oh yeah, how course, is your yeah. Yeah, so, personal journey been? Yeah, so yeah, I think yeah. So my personal relationship with sales really has changed in the last I think five years or so. And about five years or seven to five years ago, I really decided like, no, I'm not gonna hate this. I'm gonna love it. I'm gonna learn everything about it. So I, you know, I'm very nerdy in that part. So I just uh, oh sorry. So I just um, uh, bought so many sales books. I did like courses. I had like a, a really good business coach and just learned everything and applied it and it works. And I, I did change it to my kind of way to doing it, but that, that worked really well. So uh, uh, last year or so, I started for, as an experiment, help coaches, consultant trainers to do that as well because most of them just hate it just like i did uh, but it's such a big important part to get more to have more impact in the business world we need these skills i don't think only kind of the sleazy salespeople need these skills we also need it and not in a sleazy way of course but in a very um yeah uh, genuine way like the genuine connection so that's why you know i'm very very passionate about this Mm. And um, I think it, it it is indeed an important topic because uh, in entrepreneurship, sales is really, of course, a cornerstone of uh, what you need to do. But it's also something that you need to learn. Um, and do you have um, a few tips and tricks for people that are listening or a few values or keys or principles or what's your approach to, uh, to conscious sales? Yeah. So I call it conscious sales, and it's a funny thing, I also have a hippie sales script. Um, and uh, if you want to know more about it, uh, send me a DM. But um, no, the, the thing why I call it conscious sales, because there's a lot of influence from, for example, like Islam, Buddhism, and th those kinds of more conscious ways of living. So, you know, I've actually three principles which i think are just extremely important in sales and that's one is to really approach it uh, 
in a mission-driven way instead of money-driven. So, you know, most of the sales we think of, it's money-driven, I'm just going to get money from this, but really think of the mission. What do you want to achieve? And then in a conversation, really look for uh, ways to get to that mission and don't go into kind of the small, uh, non-important things, but really focus on the mission. So, for example, uh, a client I work with, they help um, yeah, companies lower their footprint, basically. And don't, don't in the conversation, uh, focus on, I don't know, uh, your the program itself, but really focus on what's important, why is footprint lowering so important. And uh, yeah, so be really mission driven. So that's one. So for one is from money driven to uh, mission driven. Yeah. And um... there are two more. Okay, it's two more. But how, first, how can people apply that from money driven to mission driven? Like, is it something you need to put on your website? Is it something you use in conversations? Like, how do you apply that in real life? Yeah. So, the, so first of all, it's just, you know, what is your mission? What is your purpose? It's quite. Uh, this is like an, a journey to really, to really feel. And it, uh, so uh, you have one exercise, and then you feel it a little bit more. You understand it a little bit, but you don't feel it yet, or you know, this this can take some time. Of course, our retreat is uh, very, very a very good place to do it because you really take the time to, um, yeah, not just understand it but really feel it in your body. So that's why I really like this retreat. Um, so that's one part. But secondly, to think about that you are in this conversation, and uh, instead of you know getting to a result, really being kind of focused on, I don't know, your bank account or what you will tell people later or, you know, really just stay on the on the mission. Stay on why am I doing this in the first place? Stay on the big why. And um, always try to take that, the why, as a kind of, um, yeah, uh, we say, red line like the the folks the essence of the conversation you know keep it there and try to you know keep that in mind and uh, use it to enhance the quality of the conversation as well i think that's beautiful right so not go to the practicalities uh too soon i like it when i talk with a potential client i really like to understand what drives them what motivates them uh, instead of like going to practicalities uh, too soon. Sometimes yeah. I do a so Socratic dialogue with potential clients. So we're going to go to the core of, let's say, their question. Mm. So recently I talked with someone and I asked them, what do you want people to say at your funeral? And the question really touched him and it brought him back to his own uh, purpose and mission. And uh, yeah, so I think that's very powerful. And um, one more question about this one. So why is it related uh, to Buddhism? Like what's the relationship with Buddhism? To Buddhism? <laughs> yes. 
Oh, let me see. To Buddhism, I think the second one is more related to Buddhism. Okay. Okay. Uh, I think this one is much more related to uh, a sense of having a soul and having a soul calling. When we make, would translate it more to a spiritual concept, it would be your soul calling. And your soul calling as an individual is connected to the soul calling of the universe. And, um, you know, now I'm going really spiritual, but that's basically where this... Uh, you know uh, the source of everything uh the connection to your purpose is connected to the source uh basically if we're going very spiritual but yeah. you know in a more practical sense it's yeah what are you here on earth to do what do you where do you feel a calling what do you want to achieve what do you want to bring about how do you want to help people and specifically you know consultants trainers coaches they are all about helping organizations helping people helping to become better so yeah. yeah i think i think it's beautiful so it's about really connecting to the mission to your soul's purpose and um uh the relationship with buddhism is is kind of more the next one so maybe we can move to the second principle what yeah i just principle? want to do a little bit of a footnote this does not mean that you don't ask money yeah? <laughs> so that's really yeah. it's really important i don't mean to say that don't ask money i ask money i ask you know for me the right amount it's not a low amount at all it's quite high uh mm -hmm. you know you could say i'm a high end i don't i don't feel it i, I don't really like that term but you know i'm here i've been here for quite some time so i know my price so it's not about low prices. I just want to, uh, but it's the focus, like the intention is from mission. Yeah. And so calling, yeah. The yeah. Mission so, is intention. Yeah. So yeah, the second one is presence and that's much more aligned to, to Buddhism. So, you know, it's all about like Eckhart Tolle says, there's only here and now. Uh, so, so when you are in contact with somebody and it is uh, about sales and it is about you offering something that the other person, you know, could use to help, help to help to enhance or whatever, um, it's extremely important that you are in the here and the now. And so there's some tooling around that. Um, which I love from the spiritual sense, but are very, very practical. And, and that's one of it is uh, that, that you connect with your body, basically. So by connecting with your body, so checking in in your whole body, it's much more easier to go to the here and the now, right? Uh, if you would be very preoccupied with what's going to happen in the future or very preoccupied with what has happened and your fears that it might happen again, um, it's much more difficult to be present with the other person. So, for example, Eckhart Tolle really says, like, first connect with yourself, with your body, with your with your uh, essence, with your soul, with your however you want to call it. Then, through connection with yourself, you can connect with the other. And the the other person, whoever it is, feels this immediately. No, it, it gives a calm, it gives, you know, like really powerful presence and attention. It's already a gift to somebody. Because in this crazy, hurried world, you know, uh, we are a lot of the times so we are already 
with the next meeting or we are also on our phones. So this is such a great gift to give already to a potential client that you already win a lot, basically, only through the here and now connection. So, and then you are very open and curious and, um, you know, this is whole kitchen, so I can say it. So you are also connecting heart to heart, you know? Uh, and then already there is like a, a extremely many potential kind of things that can come of it. And uh, in that sense, you also lose a bit of the control, you know, you don't want to control it extremely, but you also open up to a real connection and yeah, listen extremely carefully, uh, listen to their body language as well. So um, yeah, presence is extremely important. I think it's a beautiful uh, uh, tip. And what I recently have decided uh, to close any tabs when I'm in a meeting with someone. So also now this podcast, I've closed other tabs because recently I was with a client and he noticed that sometimes I was distracted. So I committed to this client to close any other tab when I'm in a meeting. And now it's a commitment that I made because in you know, online, you can get, get distracted by the online tabs. Um, but what are some practical ways? How do you apply this? So how do you prepare for a meeting to stay present? Like, how do you do this? Yeah, so um, I think it's something I've been practicing a lot because I because I'm a coach, you know, uh, and uh, there's actually one really nice uh, exercise in, in Ista. I think right? you have to do it also in the retreat, and that's that you stand in front of each other, and then when you see the other one not being present, you give them a kind of a little tick, like on the shoulder, mm -hmm. like ah, they're not present, and. Uh, I think do this for yourself. <laughs> so that's one practical tip. So when you feel, and, and also in that exercise, you can also tap yourself on the shoulder like, oh, I'm not present. Now I'm checking in again. And it's okay to wander, right? So it's just very, very, very normal that your thoughts wander, that you think about something in the past or in the future. That's That doesn't matter. It's about realizing it and then going back. So that's one. Uh, secondly, it's, you know, it's about realizing that when you are present, the quality of the conversations go up like so much, like in so, so, so much. So just to, you know, make it a little bit more commercial, your sales conversation will be up so much better. So, for example, you will hear something much more because you are present. Oh, oh, I hear here something, a challenge the client is saying, and I should ask more about this challenge instead of going about my story, my sales story, you know, then suddenly you are so much more aware uh, on the signals that you need to interact with to really try to understand if you can help the other person. So, um, yeah, it will increase the sales uh, opportunity as well. So, yeah. It has so many benefits and in the practical side, it's really about concentrating and focusing and looking in the eyes and writing as well, you know, just write what, what you hear and uh, don't take any assumptions, ask everything. Yeah, I think those are my biggest tips. I really like that about not making assumptions um, and really trying to understand uh, the other situation. Yes. And I always also try to understand indeed their mission and how I can serve them. 
but also the barriers that they might have because people can have different barriers right it can be around price it can be around time um let's say someone has uh, a job and children then maybe they have like very limited holiday so yeah. it's like a time constraint or um with the retreat sometimes i meet people they know if they join the retreat their dream will become a reality but they're kind of scared for their dream yeah so then i don't have to sell the program it's more i have to understand what they're scared for right yeah so you say don't make any assumptions but how um yeah i was talking about barriers how do you look at what's your view on barriers yeah and, and barriers you, obstacles yeah how you address that in sales yeah so yeah address them full on <laughs> basically hmm. so when i see something even if i only see something of a doubt doubtness like somebody's doubting or i don't know not sure i ask i i see something is it what is it could you tell me a little bit about maybe some doubts you have or objections um so it's really really important to understand them not not because then because some salespeople will say this because then you can have arguments and then you can flip the objections it's not about that it's about having everything present okay so right so it's about really understanding the other and if it's something very valid like for example you know i would be really scared to understand my dream because then i have to do it as well yeah first of all you know wow yeah i understand that is scary that's really really scary you don't immediately have to you know come with a solution or say no that's not true no let that be let it be let it exist um and then the other person might say uh, something like uh, well uh, do you have any idea how how could i deal with this you know and then and then you can talk about it uh, a little bit more so it's don't ignore them uh, talk about them head on and because especially when you're a coach consultant or trainer you always you also have to practice this do this practice in your work in your job even after the sales you know somebody said yes yeah you have to also do this just every everything can exist all feelings all objections all thoughts let's make them open and talk about them so i really like that so you really address the barriers you understand it you ask questions they let it be and you don't immediately uh, solve it you're also a relationship expert and i think sometimes men when a woman has an issue, men tries to solve it immediately, right? Uh, it comes with it, a solution. It's a pattern that <laughs> it's a pattern <laughs> that, that I see. Yeah, that I that I do see. I actually really by chance saw it this morning with a with a couple I was coaching. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So the idea is not immediately to come with with solutions. I agree, and sometimes people also need time. And I yeah. also try. I always try to realize that I'm not the most important thing in their world. <laughs> so whenever I'm, right? <laughs> yes. so whenever I'm talking to them, they might be interested, but they also have other things going on. So sometimes time is needed. Yeah. And I'm actually working with a talented young man from South Africa called Andrew. Yeah. Uh, so it's his first job uh, in his career working with me. But at some point I asked him, what did you learn so far? He said, yeah, sometimes things that are my priority are not always a priority for the other person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, that's a really good point. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, really good one. I think it's actually uh, 
connected to my third, my last yes. principle. What is that about? Uh, well, it's 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 actually a very common sentence in the sales uh, world, and it's uh, leave your ego at the door. Okay. Yeah. So um, what's really really important is uh, to be very conscious of your ego. So uh, your ego, um, you know, has all kinds of stuff. <laughs> so first of all, it can get triggered. You know, if you see something happen in the other, maybe you already feel somebody being dismissive or want to, um, how do you say, say no, you know, it can feel really hurtful. Um, so, but then the magic is that you, yeah, feel the hurt, that's okay. And then, and then ask something like, oh, I'm curious. I see you're being dismissive. Uh, what's going on? It's a little bit aligned to what I just said, but it's actually bigger. So that's why I love sales. It's kind of a personal development, um, actually a kind of a personal development growth path you can mm -hmm. take. Just like love, sales is also one because it's very aligned to, you know, the basic survival uh, uh, fears we have in ourselves. So somebody can reject you. It has something to do with money, and the ego can be such a um, <laughs> barrier between you and uh, what you want to achieve. So leave the ego at the door. Is that you just leave your ego at the door and stay curious and open and don't have too much assumptions and also uh don't have an opinion of the other uh, that's like, i think the biggest part of it and uh be the actually be somebody the other needs so don't identify too much to this one identity like you know i'm a uh, consultant and i know everything about sustainability so you have to listen to me no, you can also uh, swap that, uh, swap that to another identity, and say, "Well, now I'm actually more of a listening ear, and just you know, am here to uh, to understand the client more, or I'm letting go of all my ideas about sustainability to listen to the other person's ideas of sustain sustainability." So that's that's uh, I think also a very Buddhist, but also a very spiritual way of looking at it that. Don't identify too much with this, you know, entity that you're thinking about, but more think about what is needed here in this situation to really drive the mission. So it's again about this bigger mission and it's not about you as an individual. If you succeed or get results or whatever, it's not that important. I think that's beautiful. So leave your ego at the door and... Um, uh... Yeah, when you get rejected, of course, it might hurt, so you can feel through it, but then also be curious why the other people said no, what you can learn from it. And can you give an example when someone, someone said no to you, yeah, but you learned a lot from it and you changed something the following time? Oh, wow. I, I am so bad at <laughs> I've heard so many no's. I've heard so many no's. Um, I actually haven't... Uh, like one of my most disastrous sales conversations was uh, we had me and my uh, then business partner uh, Linda. Uh, we went to this office in uh, in Brabant, in the south of the Netherlands, two-hour train drive, and 
we went to this huge insurance company and we met with this with this guy he's really nice really nice guy but i was my ego was like booming at that moment like i had this company and i was successful and i knew everything about everything you know really that kind of 32 year old full of herself <laughs> really you know a rebel and then um we were talking with him and <laughs> at one point he was just he was nodding like oh interesting interesting and i was talking which is you know i was just talking 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 about how cool i am and uh, really shitty uh strategic of course already but then i also said you know i have a tip for you you should really write down what i say oh. <laughs> I always write down when somebody says something interesting, so I understand it more. <laughs> oh it's like the biggest faux pas I've ever, ever had in sales. It didn't, it didn't land very well. <laughs> he was like, no, he was so nice about it. He was oh, okay, thank you for the tip. Mm, yeah, maybe next time. He was so nice about it, but of course, I we never sold anything. But I immediately felt such a, a wave of shame over come coming over me and i saw my business partner looking at me like oh melissa you've gone too far this is really terrible yeah. and i've learned so much from that moment to uh, you know be much more modest and open and curious yeah <laughs> you know it's uh, it was too much uh er so much arrogant um yeah. and it's it's like a fine line knowing that you're an expert and you know, uh, asking uh, smart questions and maybe also giving kind of ideas, but much more be invited by the others to give those ideas, right? And yeah. not just blah, blah, share guess, them. Uh, yeah, but it's when you're just starting out on a new project, sometimes you can get too excited and then you talk too much. But it's also <laughs> yeah. really about tuning in whether you have the invitation, right? To tell exactly. a little bit more. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Well, beautiful principle. So, mission driven versus money driven be present and then leave your ego uh, at the door i think those are beautiful uh, principles if people now want to apply these principles uh, where do i start obviously it depends also on your starting point but how can you how can a person know what the next step is for them um okay yeah it really depends of course so I think you can use these three principles in any conversation. Uh, in a way, I also teach them to, to couples to communicate more clearly with each other. Um, but so in sales, I think a huge part of it of sales is having conversations with uh, for networking, for uh, you know, with potential clients, but also with with people who just have a big network. So. Yeah, try to apply it wherever you go and um, write it down maybe and just apply them. Yeah, excellent. Well, I think very, very insightful, especially the the, the mission driven. I like that, you know, connect with your mission, um, presence, important. And um, yeah, leave your ego at the door. It's, <laughs> um, I think when you're in an abundant scenario, when you have, let's say, some money on the bank, uh, and there's less rush, uh, it might sound a bit easier, but there's moments, I think we all recognize them, when you're a bit stressed about money or you still have to pay your tax or whatever. Yeah. So 
what is your tip? Like it all signs sounds amazing, but what is your tip for someone if you're a bit in financial stress? Yeah. Then it, it sounds nice, all these Buddhist things, but then how can you apply <laughs> it then? Right? I'm so I am so um yeah, thank you for this for this uh, question because uh, financial stress is is uh, really uh, not good for your uh, system, right? So for your nervous system, basically. So uh, when you feel this, it has a lot of effect on your uh, physicality, on your body and your mind, of course. So uh, to be honest, I then uh, uh, say first chill on the finance. So you need to get some income in an easy way. So focus on getting income. And it can be, you know, a small job, uh, part-time uh, something, project, whatever. But make sure you have some rest in your bones, right? Some some relaxation. And it can uh, differ per person. But I do feel that if you... It, it could also be that you do more sales conversations. Just be extremely opportunistic and just uh, follow every route until you feel financially stable. Um, and financially stable differs a lot per person. So for me, it's like, I need uh, at least to know that I can pay my taxes for last year and have uh, some uh, couple of months um, in front of me and some, you know, clients. But for my, for my partner, it's like he needs two years on the bank and like, uh, I don't know, all kinds of money. I don't have that. Um, I used to, you know, live month by month, basically. And I was chill with it. So, but it really depends on where you are. I also have a lot of trust that uh, stuff will come to me because I've been working for myself for about 15 years now. So, you know, based on those 15 years, I know I'm financially okay. But so it's really about... Uh, making sure your nervous system is okay and maybe this means yeah a small job on the side and doing sales at the same time yeah i think that's a beautiful idea right so you can do a part-time job because when you're really financial stress is difficult uh to sell so i think that's a really good uh, recommendation well thank you for sharing all this wisdom i'm very excited for our retreat on uh, may 8th uh, me too Clark coaches, consultants, and um, uh, trainers. We have uh, different uh, participants already um, confirmed from people that are already in the field of coaching, training, consulting, but also a few people that want to transition from being employed to being self-employed. So I'm very excited about uh, everything. I think it will be a nice experiment for us to work together. Yes. So, yeah, thank you for sharing your wisdom. Is there anything else that you want to share before we close this episode? Um, no, yeah, I'm just so extremely excited. So um, if somebody wants to talk a little bit more about, you know, my vision on sales or uh, I could give like a small, how do you say it, specific tips on their situations, you can always send me a direct text on Instagram at Melissa Marijne. Um, You know, I love to help people and uh, with practical. I'm very pragmatic. I'm very uh, spiritual, but also very pragmatic. <laughs> so yeah, I love to help people with that. Excellent. Well, thank you for that. So um, yeah, enjoy your day. Thanks yes. everyone for listening. And yes. uh, we hope to see you in Portugal in May. Yes. Ciao. Ciao.